this is a Rowan here with the afterbirth uh, postpartum group, and this is an offering from Preggers Can Be Choosers. And we're here to offer peer support, not paid psychology, even though one of us has a fancy education. And um, we're going to hopefully record this audio and put it up later as a podcast. If there's something that you say that you want edited out, give me a clap. And that way I can see the spike in the audio when I go to edit it. Um, we have three sponsors. One is Dr. Blythe. Um, she pays for the Zoom and some other stuff that needs to keep the infrastructure going. Then we also have um, <clears throat> Midwife in the Heights, <clears throat> who helped us make 9 million postcards, and we need 9 million more. Okay, 100 would be fine. And also Pat Greer's Kitchen, who has um, a bunch of vegan and just high-quality food. So if you're rolling around and you're hungry and it's between 10 and 3, she has a takeaway kitchen Monday through Friday. It's located on 420 West Clay Street. So those are our sponsors, and today's topic is supposed to be moving with kids, um, with Tiffany, so she may be actually still out moving with kids, and um, and of course we always go around and check in and say what's going on with us, and uh, just saying hi and connecting, so that's the story with that. Um, we also are having sometimes a technical Zoom issue, so I can't unmute anybody, so you're going to have to unmute yourself when it's time to talk, and that's what I know for right now. So who would like to go first with introducing and saying hi? Hmm, three takers, that's great. Hey there, I'm Adila, uh, mother of two, a soon-to-be four-year-old, soon-to-be two-year-old, and pregnant with our third. Um, I am a birth doula in Houston, and yeah, things have been going pretty good. I just turned 30 last Saturday. Hey, living my best life. <laughs> and uh, um, we went to one of those escape rooms. By the way, if you guys have not like checked out one of those escape gaming things, it is so much fun. I was really, yeah, I, I had no idea what to expect. I had seen them and I was like, oh, this is really fun, like something different to try. And I mean, we had a really good time. I'm definitely going to go back. So if you're looking for something to do, definitely check that out. Okay. I will say, though, that you go into the room with strangers unless you have seven people in your group. Um, but it's kind of fun, like, going in there with other people because then everyone has all these other ideas that you never think about, like, with problem solving. So it's pretty cool. Um, and uh, I do have a lot to say about moving with children because I have moved a lot with our oldest in new york we moved twice to two different apartments and then we moved to houston we moved from my mother's house to my in-laws house to our house all within like a year so that was exciting and adjustments to be made okay that's it all right good another resident expert caitlin how about you boo um, I haven't moved much with children. I've moved once when I was pregnant and then with Skylar when he was two. Um, and that was a weird move for us anyway. And then, hi, I'm Caitlin. I have a four and a half year old who started school yesterday um, because we were looking for a preschool and we found a Montessori school with a spot for him. Um, and since I have to pay for preschool anyway, might as well pay for something I like. Um, so he started yesterday, and so now I have like five hours during the day, whether I only have one kid, and so it's kind of changing all the things. Um, 
change and lots of things. And then I also have a one and a half year old who is currently asleep. So this is like Zen right now. All right. Um, and then I just had my best friend in town for a week who does not have kids. And she kept saying some things that are really hurtful as far as you need to get your children under control and like you're losing control of your children and why isn't he this and why isn't he that and you know stuff that and she would always you know prep it with I know I don't have kids but Fuck so you. It's just, I know so some of those things were really hurtful um but I mean I love her and she does not have kids and she doesn't even have very many friends with kids so it's not like uh, you know, anyway, so dealing with, with unwanted comments on how you're a parent is never fun, and then especially from people who don't understand any of it, like, she's not even an aunt or anything, you know, like, she's not even, anyway, she's not around kids pretty much at all, so it's, it's challenging, um, anyway, but it was still a good trip, and Okay. I missed the part about who it was. Like you uh, the, the internet. She's my best friend from high school. Okay. So okay. um and I I mean like she's my longest friend. Mm -hmm. Um but she's just on a very different life path because she's got a lot going on with herself. Got it. Got it. All right. Sounds good. Doctor B, you wanna talk? can't hear you oh there we go can you hear me now yeah my big microphone yeah um dr b and i'm working on studying so i'm feeling really yes and <laughs> trying to be brave and this is uh i'm not going to tell you how many times i've studied for this test but getting started again and it is, what is the word? Causes me to be very vulnerable with other people so they can see that I have like learning disabilities and then they get frustrated with my like not passing like they expect according to their little chart. I have a coach from the program that I'm using and so it requires me to just be like, this is me in my 43 year old bullshit. Help me pass this test. So. That is what's happening. And Coraline is off the mend. She had her surgery two weeks ago yesterday. And so now she's back to like running around and being free. And that's really great. It helps me a lot. <laughs> Except for pressure. Oh my God, that is so ineffectual. <laughs> okay, hi. <laughs> that's not working either. She was like, maybe you guys don't want to look at my left boob. Keypad. I found these Ooh, things yeah. at Target called private eyes and they're like this little black sticker thing that has a slider thing so you can cover your camera and uncover it. Mm. Yeah. No. They, were just, they were in clearance and like two bucks for five of them. Anyway, I just oh. I have one on my phone so that like on my That's computer good. So that in case. Yeah. Anyway. My husband and I were watching this um we like to watch little documentaries and um usually sometimes they're just like small little um, like articles um 
but uh, they were talking about, you know, the digital world and like workflow and how like a lot of people are, can be mobile and work from home. And he really wants to do that. But anyways, they were talking about that. And one of the things um, that one company uses, and I think they have like about 10,000 users, like 10,000 people in different companies have this. And it's like a device that like hangs on them, um, like a necklace with like a big kind of rectangular plastic thing. And it monitors them if they get up and walk around, if they sit down, when they're talking, when someone else is talking to them, and when they're listening, how close in proximity they are to another person, like another coworker. And then it like runs that database. And I guess like they use it to help improve the workspace and work. And I was just like, that is way too like big brother creepiness. <laughs> like it, it's, they say that like they can't tell like, they can't like hear like what you're saying like in your conversations and it's not like they can read your emails or something like that but still I was like no way I would not be wanting that around my neck yeah my brother works info. for a tech company and they showed him how you can hack into someone's phone to oh see gosh. like what you're there like to see like what my video would look like right now if I was looking at my phone so he's like my super paranoid conspiracy like, <gasps> family member and so he's like you should cover your phones and he's like stuffed his with tape and like tissue paper and stuff and I found these and I was like oh that's crazy something funny like this so anyway so I went on my computer and just one of my the front of my phone with it wow if I'm not using it it's not important okay so how did it go helping uh Tiffany do the moving I was able to help son um, I think it's just, it's really overwhelming, but she, she said she didn't feel like she had the support from her husband when he'd get home, but at the same time, he, she couldn't really be mad at him because he was working tons and tons and tons at, you know, both of his jobs because they had a lot of financial things come up, and so she's both, like, frustrated and feeling like I can't be frustrated, and as many of us, I think, have felt with other situations. Um, I helped her pack up three different rooms, the living room, the entire office in one day, and then the kitchen, wow. the stuff that they weren't taking with her. Um, and then she asked me to come help, like, this last Thursday or Friday, but I had Danielle in town, so I couldn't help watch the kids, because she was like, can you just take the kids, and I can't even fit four car seats in to, like, go do the things we were planning to do, and I felt really bad. Um but I, I can't, um, but I couldn't do more, but like that, we'd had her planning to come to town for a while, and um, she was supposed to be out completely by the 31st, so um, I know it was really stressful, because then like, instead of having the truck come on the 31st, it came that Saturday instead, so it cut her, or it came a week in advance, so then all of a sudden she lost seven days, Dang. Yeah, like all the things. So it was um, really stressful. If you can't hear me, you need to tell me. So. Um, no, I can hear you. Yeah. So that was that was part of it too. Is that all of a sudden she lost a week's worth of ability to pack, you know, with the kids because mm-hmm. it was all the same stuff on top of it. 
Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I know what it's like to like pack up a place. I mean, I remember even just packing up our, when, you know, you don't realize how much stuff you have until you start packing and like opening drawers and then you're like, what is that? And then, you know, you find things that weren't missing like two years ago, (laughs) but um, yeah, it can be stressful. I definitely know how that goes. I mean, we still got boxes in our garage that haven't been unpacked. And we've been in this house for two years now. (laughs) Uh, So, so where is she now? I don't know. Oh, I haven't, I haven't texted her uh, this week yet. Because Danielle left this morning, like on a 6 a.m. flight. So Mm. she just left. So we've been... Like, and then with Skylar starting school and everything, like, our schedules from last Wednesday to now has just been what we normally fit in, like, three months worth of stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. I feels ya. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry about your friend, by the way, because I definitely know when I I went to go see my aunt recently, um, who lives in, um, uh, right next to Fredericksburg in, in Johnson City and my cousin was like passing through from California on her way back up to the the east coast so that's why we went so we could see her and she was like traveling with a girlfriend um she's a nurse but she's like a traveling nurse so she was doing time in California and then she was going back up to the east coast and anyways um what I was trying to help my aunt cook and like they were doing something on the computer and the kids were running around and Hadid was like outside with my uncle because they're astronomers <laughs> and they were outside playing with the telescope, trying to figure that thing out. Um, and she was making comments and like, they were both making comments to each other. Like I wasn't there and they were like, Oh, look at these kids. We should take a video and send it to our boyfriends. Like, this is what our future could look like. Kind of like sarcastically because my girls were like yelling and screaming at each other. And I went outside and I got really mad headed because I kind of took it out of him. And I was like, you need to come in here and help me. Um, you know, my aunt's like cooking and I'm trying to set up the table and help her. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, there's all these women in the house. Like, I thought you guys would have this covered. And I was like, they have no idea what it's like to take care of children. They have no idea what to do. They're not, they're not babysitters. They're not nannies. They're not like, you know, they just don't know. And, and they're not going to step in. They have no idea how to step in and help. So. I feels you. It just is one of those things that feels shitty, you know. Yeah. To to be judged on something that by someone who I know loves me, but I can tell she doesn't love my kids the same, and that's really tough because I do. Um, You know, it's just one of those shitty things. She's like I'm closer to her than I am my own sister, so it was. You know, it's just one of those challenging things that you're, it's almost disappointing because Skylar has a lot of energy. Like, everybody knows Skylar's my wild child and that's just who he is. So, and it's like she wants to have complete control and it's like you don't realize until you are a parent that you can have as much control over that person as... I don't know, the squirrels in the forest, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's just, 
You cannot like fully control someone a hundred percent of the day, especially at the age of four. Mm -hmm. so, anyway. For sure, for sure. Um, uh, tips for moving. I just uh, for with kids. Uh, one of the biggest things that I felt like helped with um, Aya when we were moving around all the time was really keeping to her nap schedule and her time sleep time schedule. Um, so whether we, uh, hey Tiffany, whether we, uh, you know, were moving to my folks' house, like I made sure she had her own room or her own little part of the room and she still like had her alone time and had her naps in there, um, which I think helped her kind of keep a somewhat of a norm to her day. And then when we transitioned into the house, you know, she could still do that. She was used to going into a room by herself and sleeping and napping. And she could build, I suppose, that familiar, famil familiarity with her surroundings on her own. Um, and she was used to that. So um, I think that's, that's one thing that really helped with us. And, uh, you know, obviously having like, people to help you to really helps to watch the kids while you unpack because it's really hard to have someone unpack for you because then you got to tell them like direct them like where to put things or this is how I want it you know um, but they'll put it a different way like my mother for example she'll come and be like oh this needs to be here and this would look better here and I'm like no that's not where I want it though <laughs> um, so having that sitter or that friend that can like take the kids into the backyard or take the kids to the park like always helps too but then it's having that support right because like when we were in new york i didn't have that so we really like we did all of our unpacking and organizing around her nap times and we were blessed because she would take two to three hour naps so we could get a good chunk of like work done during those times um, and then she would go to bed at like 7.30 and then we'd do everything at night pretty much because with like a toddler running around, it's almost like impossible um, to get things done unless you have her help, you know, with you, right? Like, oh, let's unwrap all these, take these books out, not the breakable plates, but the books and the toys or giving her all of her stuff in her room and then like letting her take it all out and organize it herself and have fun with that. Don't pull at that, baby. So that's just my uh, little tips for moving with children. Those are good. I think any way you can keep the kids busy and let them feel important and that they're contributing without contributing. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yeah, sometimes we gave her like the job to take care of the cat. I'd be like, oh, can you make sure, you know, the Biru and Kiba are our cat's names. I'm like, oh, can you make sure they feel like love? Like, go play with them. Like, can you show them the house? Can you show them the new rooms? Or, you know, go, can you go see what they're doing? Making sure that they're, are they asleep? Are they playing? Whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah, one like after. Yeah, yeah that's right. When we moved into this house, I think the first things we unpacked were Skylar's room so that his stuff was, like, available. Mm -hmm. So he didn't have to um, ask where his things were or anything like that so that 
because he was less interested in all of the other stuff. He wanted to know what his own stuff was. So it was easier to also say, here's all your stuff. Here's all your stuff to play with. Do, you know, do this first while mommy does this other thing, which you're totally going to be uninterested in. Um, and so that setting up his space first was instrumental to getting the other stuff done because it was what would keep him occupied during the unpacking phase. The packing up phase is hard, though. Yeah. That was tough. How do you explain to kids what's happening? For Skylar, he was only two. Um, and we moved really slowly because we bought the house in February or early March and then moved in April. So we moved very slowly because the house needed to be cleaned a lot. So it was a much slower move. And so it became the new house and the old house. Um, so we're going to the new house. We're going to the new house. And so eventually um, we knew he felt it was like home when it was, he no longer referred to the house we're in now as the new house. It was just the house. Mm. So, um, but again, we were fortunate to have that transition period and to move rather slowly and make those trips, which is not a common occurrence necessarily. Yeah, when we moved um, apartments in New York, A was like eight months. So it wasn't really, you know, much explaining, but I was really worried about her sleep transition. Um, but, uh, we, I ended up using that time to put her in her own room because she was still sleeping in the same room with us. Um, and we had moved from a studio to a two-bedroom. So it kind of worked in our favor, but it took her like two months before she would sleep through the night. Can I put this um, No, you can't, baby. That's my medicine. Please. She's playing with my Arnica. She found my Arnica. Um, and... Uh, um, when we moved to Texas, we moved to grandma's house, who she's familiar with and loves. And so that was like always exciting. Um, when we moved to my mother-in-law's house for like two months before we moved into ours, that was a lot harder. Um, it was just because like my mother-in-law lives like five minutes from our home. And so we were having work done, kind of like what Kayla said, like we were cleaning out our, this, the new house. It was easier for us to go back and forth between those two homes instead of me going from Katie to the Woodlands. Um, you know, which is like a 45 to an hour drive. And <laughs> I have no idea how she found my diva cup. I don't even know why my diva cup's in the drawer. Like right here, I'm like looking over and I'm like, why is she playing with my diva cup and why is it there? <laughs> it's just so random. Anyways, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was super hard because my mother-in-law likes to, to turn off the AC. And so she would get restless for? sleep. Honey, honey, it's, it's a, like a container, what okay? Is, what is it for? You can put coins in there or something nice. Can I put coins in there? Yeah, you can go find some coins. What? I don't know where they are. Maybe they're in the basket outside. Can you go outside so I can finish talking? And then when we moved oh, into this house, room. we made her... Okay, then go into the guest room, but be very quiet because your sister's sleeping. We made it like an adventure, kind of like this is your new place. Like you get to, you know, this is going to be where your new bed is. Um, it's going to be all yours and kind of making it seem like, 
this was hers like she owned it I guess it was like a new toy for her um but yeah I think it was just like decking out her room pretty much you know because I painted her room I don't know if you guys have seen her room when I painted it can I show y'all oh I can't show you now because the little one's sleeping in there but um I painted like a mountain mural you know with kind of like pink blue colors landscape wise in her room and so that made it like really fun for her I think so yeah we can see you Tiffany like your name but we can't hear you and we have no way to unmute you or mute you because the thing is all janky so if you want to talk or type into the side or if you just want to be the lurker that's okay we're all glad that you're here because we were talking about you like what's Tiffany doing how is she doing oh she's in the car can you hear me yeah okay we are still in the midst of the move we are moving right now um, our walkthrough is this afternoon and we still have stuff at the house so we are um, taking what is left up against the walls and the cleaning supplies and the rest of the bas uh, boxes back to our new house, which is Cat Cooper's house. And we are stuffing it into her garage because um, I, can't do, I can't deal with storage locker and children and time crunch. So, um, I had a cleaning lady come this morning for about three hours and she did like the bare minimum. And um, I got about three hours of sleep last night because we were still putting things in the garage and getting things out of the house. Moving with toddlers has been significantly more difficult. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they say it takes twice as long to do anything with kids. It probably takes about five times as long to move with children. Um, I had a hard time packing. I, you know, even just moving things out of the house on moving day, you know, we got to take breaks to keep them occupied and to feed them and to console them. So um, it's been really hard and it's almost over. It's four hours away from being over. <laughs> um, but yeah, almost there. So by five o'clock, you think you'll be done? Um, our walkthrough's at three. So okay. I don't know how long that will take or, you know, if he'll be like, you don't have blinds on this window. That's a hundred dollars or something like that, or if he just takes notes and takes it back to um, the property management company. But uh, I've never actually been there when the walkthrough's happening. And I'm assuming I probably will be this time because we, have, we still have stuff there. So um, even if all the stuff is gone, there's still cleaning that I can do. So um, I imagine that I will be there you know, up until the very last minute. 
Mm, you're so close. Yeah, it's been hard. Probably the hardest move. Um, we didn't really get a lot of help. And some of that is because of my, well, I, I asked Caitlin to come and she did help a lot. I should have asked earlier and sooner and more often from more people. And my husband asked even less. I wound up asking his friends because of whatever reason. He has a hard time asking for help or he just got too busy and time got away from him. I'm not really sure. Um, but that I think is probably our biggest obstacle um, in this whole process. Not enough support. Yeah. And through all of that, like, you know, we push ourselves to the limit. He got even less sleep than I did and he had to go to work today. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, I don't know the last time I showered, we've been eating fast food and I just want like a salad and to sit down. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hard to say the least. What'll be the first thing that you do um, after, like after five, that you know that you've you've moved? Um, I want to give the girls a bath because they haven't had a bath in a couple days, and everyone is starting to feel icky, and everyone's got a cough and sniffles, and I just want to take a bath and put on pajamas and have tea and sit down. I'm looking forward to not going anywhere tomorrow. Like oh, we're not on. leaving the house. Yes. I plan on staying in my pajamas all day and, yes. you know, maybe doing some laundry. And I've never in my life looked forward to doing laundry, but our laundry piles are so high that it's just like, you know, I just want to get back into the routine of everything and you know do the the daily things because every day for the past 10 days has been different or difficult or on the go so it's been pretty hard for them you know especially them but you know also us as the adults I was just thinking about any time I've moved, you know, like you kind of push through and you eat later and you just wash whatever later and, you know, you just stay up later and it doesn't matter. You're just like, oh, it'll be over in a couple weeks. So this is, we're just going to press through. But it's like when you're sick, you can't press through. When you have children, you can't press through. When you have elderly people, you can't just press on, you know, so like being able to just press on is, is a privilege, you know. Yeah. And we, our original walk through was supposed to be yesterday and we were nowhere near done. We still had large pieces of furniture in the house and, um, I wound up calling and, you know, talked with my husband about it. Like, what are we willing to pay to push it back? Is this in our budget? And once I talked to the property manager, she said, oh, it's just a reschedule. Like, there's no fees or anything. It, this, you're not living there, so there's, there's no cost. 
and that was a huge relief. Um, and, you know, somebody even mentioned, like, pushing it back another day to the walkthrough tomorrow. And, like, we just, we can't extend it any longer because it's just getting to be to that point where we just want to finish. Mm-hmm. And if it's not clean enough, then it's not clean enough. And so be it. We're just ready to be done. Yeah. What's the fee of pushing it back another day so you can have it cleaner, like your mental health, your sanity, you know, you pay either way. And if they're any kind of property manager worth their salt, they're going to have to hire a cleaning person to come in anyway. So I wouldn't worry too, too bad. They're more concerned about other stuff because like we have a, a rental house up in Montana and we have to pay someone to come clean it every time somebody moves out. Whether they've cleaned it perfectly or not, it's part of like the contract is that they have to do it anyway. So it's gonna be okay. Like Yeah. They they should have it already like in the budget and all the things that come from the rental property itself. So yeah, and I know, like, they'll paint and everything, the cleaning lady we had this morning, like, when we left last night, there was something in every room, and, you know, dust bunnies in every room, and when I called her, I said, just focus on the bathrooms and get, like, the ceiling fans, because that would be super helpful. She called me after being there for a few minutes and said, um, today's your walkthrough, right? Do you want me to push everything up against the walls and like maybe just focus on the floors for a couple minutes? And I said, yes, like what, whatever you think, like you knowing that our walkthroughs today and she had a limited amount of time to be there, um, that was really helpful just getting all of our stuff in one area as opposed to me like going to every single room, picking up tiny little things and like sweeping every room. Whereas like that was already taken care of, which was really helpful this morning, getting there and just being able to see, you know, this is what we have left. And Barry is, you know, he even said, if you get to a point where you can't do it anymore, just leave everything on the porch and I'll come and get it later. And I mean, if, everything's outside and the door's locked. I feel like that should probably be okay with the walkthrough guy. But again, this is, I've never experienced it firsthand or in person to be able to say, oh, it's fine. (laughs) So we'll see. But this is also like super prep for us wanting to move, you know, back to the East Coast, you know, trying to think like what's this going to look like on a larger scale and how can we even downsize even more because our storage locker is packed to the brim already and we're having to put stuff in Kat's garage so it's like do we really need everything that we thought we did you know and how much more can we really let go of to be able to free ourselves from where we're at now and open our, open it up enough to be able to move again in an easier way, hopefully. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to leave the city. 
I was gonna say it's a it's a lot of like organizing. It's a lot of what is that? What is that Netflix? Um, that Japanese lady? Con Mari. Yeah, yeah. People no, call it like Marie Calendars. It's really funny. It is. It is a lot of her because when I moved from Texas to New York, uh, we first lived in Queens, and I remember when I looked at my husband's apartment that he lived in before we got married, I was like, "Where's the closet space? Like, what's what is this?" And I had to buy an Ikea closet and stand it in our bedroom because there just, like, was no storage space. Um, But then, yeah, you start, like, thinking about, you know, how many times do I use this? And do I really need this? Can I get away with, like, you know, um, instead of a food processor or a blender, I'm going to have one of those, like, handheld blenders. (laughs) And that takes up less space in my kitchen. Um, And I can get away with that more, uh, you know. And you start living the minim- minimalistic life I suppose and you know I mean I used to have like five sweaters and like two jackets that was my winter kind of essentials um, living in New York and then even with like I remember when we had we got Aya and we were living in a 500 square foot apartment I got like nothing for her basically nothing I got her like a a little seat that she could sit in when she turned like six months to eat we didn't even have like a table you know we would eat in our living room on our coffee table and then I got her like a rocker and some toys and that was it like I didn't get a crib I didn't get all of that I mean it's different obviously with toddlers because they need a place to sleep but yeah you do start like um you know what do I need and what do I not need in, in terms of toys and all the extra fun stuff for the kids because then I guess you just start finding fun stuff outside for them instead of fun stuff in the house mm-hmm. that you that you would keep but Tiffany just know that I've totally been there I have lived the pizza diet I mean we I remember we would order pizza just like all the time because pizza I don't have anything you know to eat let's just do pizza or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and we were just living off of that and mac and cheese just like whatever was like easy to make and order in and uh yeah the total like no showers for anybody um and uh yeah but the the good thing is is that it will be over soon and you'll look back all on all of this and it'll just be like a memory <laughs> yeah you're almost there looking forward to that the memory part yeah how many times have you stayed over at Kat's house or I guess y'all's house maybe it's muted maybe she can't hear me can you guys hear me what did you ask oh like how much have you stayed over at Kat's house um we moved our beds refrigerator and like really large furniture last weekend the 23rd so it's been about a week but we haven't really had time to even like Barry has cooked no meals we haven't we made one meal of jar spaghetti and frozen meatballs and seriously it was so comforting and the girls loved it like it was the best meal of the week. Last night we got backdoor chicken from Velvet Taco and that's one of their favorite meals and it was just really good to see them 
like actually eating real food as opposed to here's a granola bar and a packet you know like like mama d was saying like you got to do what you got to do to get by like if you're hungry just eat something but it gets to a point where you're like i need a meal Mm -hmm. barry can cook so bet you're missing that yeah and you know cat has been very helpful she has a, a really big car so we've borrowed that a few times and she's tucked the girls in a few times so i'm really looking forward to being able to cook her a meal as like you know a big thank you and um she's gluten-free i found some gluten-free cookie mix so i was like we're making you dinner and dessert and <laughs> it's gonna be amazing awesome. so i don't know if that'll be this weekend or maybe in the next couple of days, but, um, I'm already looking forward to it. Perfect. What do you guys want to talk about next time? Any ideas? Um, I had, so I, I don't know if y'all remember, I mentioned that I went to the dentist and I have this um, workout buddy through Mama Strong, which I think Rowan is a part of. Mm-hmm. And um, I told her, you know, that it was like some serious self care. And she replied back to me, <clears throat> going to the dentist isn't self care. Like, I was like, um, okay. Like I didn't, I didn't really touch on that subject with her personally because she's more of a just over the internet acquaintance, but um, it really like made me realize that a lot of people don't think of like those nitty gritty self-care things as self-care. Like there really are a lot of people out there who think that bubble baths and manicures and massages are that's just what self-care is Mm -hmm. so you know going through this move it's been like self-care is out the window like I haven't even showered I'm not eating right I'm not sleeping right so I just thought that that was interesting that she was like no it's not and I don't know I just thought that even if it's not a topic for next week maybe sometime in the future too I love it because that's like kind of trending, you know, it kind of ebbs and flows in its trend and it's like, get a manicure and, you know, meditate, but you're right. Like I have a patient who just had a baby and she's like, my tooth is falling out of my freaking mouth because I didn't go to the dentist before I was pregnant because I had a toddler. And now that I'm pregnant, you know what I mean? And now I have it. She's just like dentist. It's, you got to schedule it, but it's required. And like all the other things that are really about taking care of the body and then also the mind, you know, like there's levels of self-care, kind of like um, Mavlov's hierarchy of needs, you know, maybe we can make our own little self-care hierarchy of needs, you know, and I massage like and getting your hair did would be the top. Like foundation is, you know, showering, brushing your fucking teeth. Closing the bathroom door with a lock. Closing the bathroom, like potting by yourself. Boom. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm totally there with you guys. I've got like three cavities that I knew about before I got pregnant, and now I gotta wait. And I'm just like, they're gonna get be so much worse. And yeah, it cracked because you weren't playing with it gently. Now, please go because you broke it. Thank you. Please, please go finish watching. I wonder she always comes in here right when I start talking. Um, and uh, what, what I was gonna say, like for Tiffany, like one thing that I I've been really putting off and I really need to get done is um. There's like a, so breast cancer is in my family and there's that DNA test that they can do where you, they pull out like a certain gene and they're able to tell whether or not you're, you know, 70 or 80% more likely to get cancer. And I've been like putting it off and putting it off because I just, I don't know, you know, you don't, I don't want to know. I do want to know. I need to know, but I'm still scared for it because my mom had it. My grandmother died from it. Um, yeah, I will. Thank you. So, anyways, those are all really important to take care of your body in that certain way, you know. Well, I think I want to do that. I think I want us to idea balance, um, like, a, a hierarchy of self-care, and then I'll make it, or I'll have Shana make it, or one of you guys can make it, but I think we could create it, and it would be really cool, and it could be a, a Pregger's, like, real self-care, you know, like our version of self-care. It doesn't have to match anybody else's, but it could be like our punk rock version of self-care. So, um, and yeah, I'll post okay. like the hierarchy of needs pyramid so you guys know what I'm talking about in case you don't know that in our little group. Because, yeah, I always feel like the things I see about self-care are things that are going to cost a ton of money and it's not always even those things. Yeah, and then you need childcare to go, or I mean, it's not just like, let me go get my hair did. There's a bunch of things that go into getting that done, which is the part of self-care. It's not the actual getting your hair done. It's all the things that it took to get to that appointment, whatever that appointment may be. It could be a pap smear. doesn't matter. So, interesting. Yeah. I think it'd be that a good topic. Fun. That would be a good topic. Good job, Tiff. Okay. Also, I'm really proud of you because you're, you're doing it. I know it feels rushed and you're crazy. So you're yeah. doing it, and you're almost done. Yes. I'm sorry, I couldn't watch the girls. Oh, it's okay. I know you're, so like, busting for, your ass. Um, I know you're doing great. I'm, I know we're close. And really, as long, I just want it to be over. I don't care if there's extra fees or, you know, the blinds are broken or whatever it is that they happen to charge us for because our old roommate, when she moved out, she forfeited her security deposit. So if we get all of it back, we would actually get more back than what we paid. So, and, and you were there longer than like, pushing. yeah. And you were there longer than like a year. So, I mean, it's, you know, they have yeah. to expect a certain amount of wear and tear, especially because they allowed animals and they allowed, um, some granola bars for you. All the things. So, Anyway, you're almost there, and you've done um, awesome. Thank you. One thing I did want to say for self-care, if we could also touch on how we teach that to our kids. Okay. And um, not only, like, having them see us take care of our own selves, but how we can teach them, like, I know you don't want to brush your teeth, but it's really important to take care of yourself. And, you know, uh, Willow is, 
thing on the potty for number two, which is, you know, awesome. But Lily is very re reluctant. So that's another part of self-care that's like, you know, there's kind of a gap there with the age gap and also with the um, excitedness. And then there's the reluctance. So that's also like a, a little. Okay, y'all. Well, I will uh, get that written down for our next one. I know that Rowan's thinking about doing this every week and then uh, we'll have like postpartum one week and then prenatal the other. Um, but it does, you know, like, you know, that there's no qualifier. You don't have to even, I mean, you can have a 14 year old and still come to this group. We just don't care. All are welcome. Um, but the alternating week will have like 30 minutes of psycho ed. So she can talk about whatever it is that's important to her prenatally. Um, and her patients can start attending and then like, you know, um, 30 minutes or 20 minutes of like people having connectivity and asking questions and building support. So I don't know when she wants to start that, but, um, the goal might be like May or something, but it's coming soon that we'll just meet, you know, on this line. And I probably won't come to all of them, but um, I think that's a really neat thing that we've moved up in the world that we'll have uh, this gathering every Tuesday. So, um, and I appreciate you guys helping us get this like locked in. And I mean, we've been doing this for more than a year, y'all. So you guys helped with that. So, and even if it's just us five, every week. <laughs> I don't care. I love you guys. So, okay. Well, I can't unmute anybody. So if you want to unmute yourself and tell everybody how much you love them, I think that's great. You could do it, Tiffany. You're doing love it. You it's happening. Nice mm -hmm. Almost love there. Guys. Good luck, Tiffany. Almost. It's almost, Thank you. almost over. Love y'all. Love y'all. Bye. 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 Alrighty, my loves, that's a wrap. We'll see you in two weeks. Don't forget to grab those headphones. If you need a text reminder, you can go to preggers.rocks, www.preggers.rocks, or preggerscanbechoosers.com, and there's a text reminder that you can sign up for. We're also on Facebook at Preggers Can Be Choosers. There's an event um, invitation that you can sign up for there. And we also have a group dedicated on Facebook dedicated to our podcast listeners. That's the podcast afterbirth group. So we'll hope to connect with you soon. And don't forget, we're launching our prenatal education podcast pretty soon. So we want you to jump in on that as well. Thank you so much and hope you have a great two weeks.